Welcome back, everyone. You just heard a snippet of Isaac's song that he just wrote in the past couple of months. This is your host, Dave Markham, and the Gen Z Faith and Action Podcast. We're back for season three. Can you believe it, Isaac? We're here. It's season crazy. three. crazy, and it's epic. How the heck are you, man? I'm wondrous. Um, no, yeah. it's been good. That's good, man. Uh, just left the Christmas, New Year's yeah. uh, phase era. Um, so back to normal schedule. Yeah, dude. Um, but no, it's been good. Um, yeah, dude. It this holiday season went by so quick. Went by really quick. And um, once it's there, it's like it. You have that Mar- Mariah Carey stage. You know, yeah. all yeah. all I want for Christmas. That's blasted on every station and every store. <laughs> Literally, instrumental or. <laughs> the studio version of that song, my goodness! But we're out of that stage. We're New Year, New Year, New You. People are doing their resolutions. Oh yeah, people are. Um, well, you're graduated now, so I, yes, I I, gra- I graduated high school. New David, New David, new. <laughs> I'm in the workforce. I am out there working full time. CFA manager. Heck yeah, still doing it. <laughs> but Isaac, I just want to talk real quick about that song you wrote. Yeah. Like, I know you played it for me a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but I just love it so much. I was playing it actually a couple really? weeks ago on the on the really? piano. Yeah, that's awesome. Tell me how you wrote that song. Briefly. Yes. So, um, um, so I listen to a lot of like my number one like most listened is like obviously Christian music, but I yeah. hear a lot of like Christian songs with, like me, you know, like about me, me, me. Like I feel this and that, which like. You know, um, but this one, I was like, man, I kind of want a song just about Jesus. Like every, every line kind of about him. Yeah. Um, so that was it. Um, instead of just kind of waiting for someone else is like, I'll do it. And it's good. It's good stuff. It's, uh, can I, can I just share with them the lyrics? Yeah. Yeah. Can I just, because I, I love that song so much. Actually, it's so beautiful. It's a good song, man. It's called worthy of it all. And first verse, you left the 99, Lord, just for me. You lost your life to the highest degree. My soul was blind. I can finally see. Thank you, Jesus. You are my father, my friend, and my king. Mm. I cannot help but ex- but rejoice, dance, and sing. This loved, wayward heart is finally free. Thank you, Jesus. And then the chorus, so beautiful. I think you just played it. You're the way, the truth, and the life. The well that will never run dry. Jesus, you already won this fight. You calmed the storm on this chaotic ship, and you rose from the grave. Death now lost its grip. And King Jesus, you're worthy of our worship. That's my favorite part. It's, dude, it's a good song. Glory to God. Man, and then you're worthy of it all, or you're worthy of it. So It's so beautiful. And the bridge, it's just, I mean, yeah. I, I love the bridge so much. You're the king of kings. You're the prince of peace, my rock, my redeemer, my savior, my father, my friend. Amen. Let's go, dude. Oh, man. I love that song. And uh, we, we should play it more. We'll probably sprinkle yeah. it in some more later this season. Yeah. We should. I mean, I think we should. If and you I'll want. I'll figure a way to like drop it. Some, I don't know how, but like, we'll figure at out some a way point to in my life, it. it'll come out. Yeah. Like, yeah. I pray that over you right now. I pray that you know God will... Give you that vision, That'd that uh, the skills to do that, yeah. and the people in your life to help you do it. But anyway, guys, this is Gen Z Faith in Action Season 3. And 
uh, real quick, just going to give you a rundown of how it's going to look. These episodes are going to be shorter, we hope. 20, 25 minutes, 15 to 25. We'll just do that little 10-minute buffer there. Um, Isaac's going to lead a lot of them. I'm going to kind of chirp in a little bit. We're gonna. That's a good conversation. We're just going to have yeah. conversations now. Less like a sermon, more like a more of a conversation. Con- yeah, conversation yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, my teacher told me that. He's like, David, you're one of those guys that are like, it's less of a sermon, more of a conversation. <laughs> you know, let's have a conversation, guys. Um, but so yeah, every other episode will be Isaac and I, and then um, every other episode is going to be um, my friends and my mentors Elijah and Alette Fuentes. They were on um, a couple episodes in season two. Yeah, just one. Um, talking about worship and surrender. But uh, what we're going to talk about with them is uh, wisdom and how um, wisdom for a young believer. And I have grown so much and so thankful for God, uh, his wisdom, and what he's taught me this past year. And it's all about uh, some leadership, it's all about um, humility, it's about purity. And we just want to share a little bit about that um, with you. So we're going to have some uh, some guest appearances also. Hopefully get some friends um, that we both have. Maybe pastor of a uh, big church here in Indiana. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe Aaron yes, Rocket. Maybe. maybe. Prayerfully. Prayerfully. Yes. We might have a mom. We might have um, Dante Bo. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Featuring... We'll, we'll get some friends on uh, for sure. But Isaac, today you want to talk about something about the wilderness. Yes, the topic today is the wilderness. Um, Where does that come from in your heart? Where did that um, that topic stir up? Yeah, so um, now we'll just, yeah, we'll get right into it. So I, everyone I graduated with right now is our sophomores in college, right? Um, but I'm... I'm not in school or anything. Right. Um, so the past two years, it's it's felt like a waiting season. I feel like I'm in the wilderness um, right now. Like that's been like kind of ringing in my mind. Like like right now I'm in the wilderness. Um, yeah. So I'm learning with God, like how to navigate through that um, and just where to go. Um, and I've been learning. It's such a beautiful spot, um, but it's, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, um, for sure. Learning contentment through the uncomfortable is beautiful and there's a way to do it. I mean, I'd love to talk about it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Where so, does the past, what, what do you got for us today? What's the word? So I have a few verses. I want to start out um, because when you're in the wilderness, sometimes you feel like um, God just doesn't care. Um, yeah. But he does. Uh, I know like our feelings aren't reliable, but sometimes it's hard to decipher and discern what feelings are from God and what aren't. Real, real quick. Sorry. I, I wanted to just, just a quick second define like what the wilderness is and people that have not read the Bible yeah. don't know the whole context of it. The wilderness, when we talk about it, like as Christians talk about it a lot, it was when uh, the Israelites were, they left Egypt and they went with Moses into, um, we're trying to find the promised land, but they were, for 40 years they were in the wilderness and they really didn't know what was going on. A lot of crazy things happened they were relying on manna, food from that came from God from the sky. Like they had very little detail of what was going on. Yeah. In you know, 
what Moses had to do was really just rely on God. And we're going to learn how right. to do that um, through your passages. And that's just what the wilderness is yeah. um, for anyone that does not know. Yeah. And it's just kind of like seeing, or like you have no idea where you're at and you don't know what's going to happen, but yeah, uh, just like he said, the trust. Uh, so I want to read to you guys um, Matthew six twenty five through 34 really quick. Yeah. Um, so starting with t- verse 25, that is why I tell you um, not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food and drink or even enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They do not plant or harvest or store food in barns for your heavenly father feeds them. Um, and aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Um, so real quick, when you question that, like, does God hear me? Does he see me right there? Um, scripture is straight from God. Um, it's the the living word of God. So he's telling you right there, um, you're way more valuable to him than they are. And he makes sure they're fed, right? So yeah. verse 27, can all your worries add a single moment to your life? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm going to pause again right there. Um, I, I had to like shift my mindset because we're transformed by the renewing of our mind. There you go. Um, and it's like, man, if I sit here worrying while I'm in the wilderness, is that going to like, is that adding anything? It doesn't. Yeah. Um, and it's way easier said than done, but just like, you know what? You learn to accept it. And one, one day at a time, I've really been learning. Like it is one day at a time. Yeah. Um, later, later we'll talk more about that um, in this passage. Verse 28. And why worry about your clothing? Um, look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They do not work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. Yeah. Verse 30. And if God cares so wonderfully for the wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? Mm. Um, so don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? Or what will we wear? Come on. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but yeah. your heavenly father already knows every single one of your needs. So seek the kingdom of heaven above all else um, and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. And this is a verse I was talking about. There's verse 34. So do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring its own worries. <clears throat> um, today's trouble is enough for today. Come um, on, come yeah, on. Uh, so that, that was definitely a wake up call. Like, you know, me sitting there worrying, isn't going to add a single thing to my life, but just trusting yeah. God through the wilderness. Like he's brought everyone out, you know? Yeah. Um, he knows me um, more than I know myself. Like for example, um, Luke 12 um, verse seven, when the very hairs on your head are all numbered. So do not be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. Yeah. You know, we don't know the number of hairs on our head and God right. does. So right. who are we to, um, you know, know what our future looks like. Right. Um, but I, I love that so much. Yeah. It's a beautiful man. I love, you know, when he brings up the birds and brings up the lilies, like those are things that we just see in everyday life. And we don't even think about how they got their food. Yeah. We don't even think about how the flowers got their color, how their flowers right. are so beautifully dressed. The fields are beautifully dressed, you know, with the, with the lilies, right? It, because we know that's how it's always been. We know that's, I mean, the birds are just going through a whole cycle. Yeah. And what you just said, we know people have been through it, like have been in the wilderness, in the waiting, not really knowing what's going on, you know, having to figure out one one step, one day at a time. I mean, the Israelites, Scripture says it was the cloud by day and the fire by night. 
that got them through. Yeah. God was the cloud in the day, the fire at night in the wilderness. And I just, you know, I, I've been there. And, and like you've talked about past couple of years for you and for me too, like uh, figuring out where I'm going to go to college, where I'm going to live, you know, what school, uh, what scholarship, what, um, what position am I going to have, you know, yeah. at work or really is the call that God has for me. When is that going to take place? Right. That's what I've been struggling with. You know, God, I know you've called me to lead worship, but I don't, you know, yes, I'm leading worship. I'm leading a song, but God, I'm not leading the team. And I've been working through that. And God's like, um, hello, like, just trust me. Have I not been with you since yeah. you were eight years old when you accepted the call right. of Christ on your life? Yeah. Like even Abraham and Sarah's story. Like, oh man. Man, they're like getting up there in age. Like, God, where's this kid you promised us? Dude. And the, Isaac pops out. My boy. <laughs> Your boy, Isaac. And then, listen, I, that story, you're, funny you bring it up. I'm writing something out right now about worship. It's on my heart so much. And a lot of what worship is is sacrifice. Right. Oh, beautiful, yeah. And one of the first greatest sacrifices we see in the Bible is after Abraham received his son Isaac. He was waiting years. I admire the heck out of this guy. That's that's wild. That he wild. The, his, the level of his trust is like, oh man, it's admirable. And he gave Sarah his son. That son, yeah. Yeah. Abraham the son. He said, "This son through him will be many descendants, and yeah. he'll bless the descendants." And then God says, "Hey, I want you to take him up and sacrifice him." What? Excuse me? You want me to sacrifice the very son you just gave me that I waited a decade to hold, you know, he was a whole decade for. Yeah. After the initial promise. Uh, yeah. I mean, talk about trusting God. Yeah. You know, yeah. when you don't really like you're in the you've already received the promise. Um, and I know it's kind of a little off track there, but I mean but I mean, it's just such a beautiful story. Like it was a foreshadow of the death of Jesus. Yeah. Because like, God's talking about like I'm gonna have you offer your yeah. one and only son as a sacrifice. Oh, that's so, so good. We we gotta talk about that. Um, yeah, for I, sure. I'll hundred percent talk about that here soon. Um, in an upcoming episode. That's just a great. Um, I mean, our life, our living. We talked about last season, like talking about worship last season. It's an everyday lifestyle thing. I mean, it's a sacrifice, yeah. but. I love what we were talking about earlier, um, Isaac, how it, it's an everyday, like one day at a time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Where, where can we apply it? Like, where can we get that in scripture? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I love what you're talking about earlier. We're at Chipotle guys. We have a, what Chipotle date. Yeah. It's like an everyday, like every, every uh, week thing. My paychecks <laughs> all on Chipotle. Yeah. So cheers with that. Yeah. So, um, something that really helped me, um, just like being in the wilderness, um, questioning like, God, like I can't see where I'm supposed to go. Yeah. Um, but a verse that really helped me is Psalm 19 or Psalms 119, 119 um, yeah. 105. And that is your word is a lamp to guide my feet, um, and a light for my path. And if you guys think about what a lamp does, you know, it, it shines light about, let's say 10 feet in front of you, maybe. Yeah. Um, you know, God doesn't say, 
uh, or it didn't say your word is a, um, like son to my feet. You know, he says it's a lamp because yeah. it, it's one day at a time. It's one step at a time. And, um, you know, like when you're in the dark, it's just going to show you a few, it's like one step at a time. Cause it's going to show a few like feet in distance in front of you. So, yeah. um, just, you guys should rest on that. Um, apply that to your life because, um, God left this, the beautiful word for us, um, yeah. to apply to our life. It would, you know, it'd be pointless if we didn't apply it to yeah. our life. Like what would, you know, so, um, yeah, apply that one day at a time. Um, trust him that he is going to guide our feet and he is the light for our path. Yeah. Um, you know, and all things work together for good. Yeah. To those who love God. So that's amazing. I love that illustration you just used. Um, I'll probably post it. Oh yeah. That's I'll, good. I'll, so a lamp, like you just said, it, the light is like a shadow. So not a shadow, but the light <laughs> that comes out, I'm looking at your lamp right here. Yeah. The, the, the light that's shooting out is the goes. same area. It's the same, you know, um, what's like a shape as the light that's or the sphere. Yeah. You know, like lamps. See have how like, it's only going like five feet? Yeah. You know? It's only you know going I mean? the, however big the thing that the light's in. So you're only going to see a little bit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think if we were to see everything in our path with God, if, if God were to show us a whole map of, our whole lives, we wouldn't follow it. Yeah. We'd be like, no, I want to go This way is better. Yeah, I want to watch this. I got it. And that's like, no, my word is a lamp unto your feet, a light to your path. It's going to guide you. My word will guide you. And that's why I think I want to encourage everyone in this new year, every single day, read the Bible. Yeah. Read the Bible. I think you recently posted that four times. Yeah. Um, a week study. Like what when you yes. read the Bible, it drops a lot yes. of things like depression, anxiety. So I mean you many grow things. in a lot of things. Like you grow in um oh man, I th- I thought I had it screenshotted somewhere, but uh where's it? I'll uh, I'll get it. Hold on. Oh, it's beautiful. Um yeah, scientific studies show reading the word of God changes everything. Um so that Here like I said, one day at a time, you know, God reveals himself in scripture. Trust. If you read the Bible four times a week, these are the results. Feeling lonely drops 30%. Anger issues drop 32%. Bitterness in relationships drops 40%. Alcoholism drops 57%. Sex outside of marriage drops 68%. Feeling spiritually stagnant drops 60%. Viewing pornography drops 61%. Sharing your faith drops 200%. Percent and discipling others jumps two hundred thirty percent, and all of that is mad important. That's so important in our generation too. Like we'll sit here too and be like, "Man, why is God so quiet in my life?" Like, are you opening your Bible? Yeah, you know Revelation. I think it's either either Revelation nineteen or Revelation twenty two. Jesus says when he comes back, his title. He says, "My title will be the Word of God." Um, so you're like, man, if Jesus was here, I'd follow him. He's right there. Yeah. He, he's the word. Yeah. He's right there. And you know, start five minutes a day, yeah. then 10 minutes a day, oh, then yeah. 20, then like, 30. Just you know, like that verse is one day at a time. One day. Don't set these goals that are just going to hurt. Like that are going to disappoint yourself. Like I'm going to read the whole old Testament tonight. Oh, man, no, you won't <laughs> catch do me. Doing that. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. I, Oh man. 
you got to, you know, one little verse at a time. Yeah. I do an Old Testament, New Testament, and a proverb or psalm. Yeah, and God would rather you understand what you're reading. He'd rather you understand one verse and read yeah. the whole Bible and not understand yeah. what you're reading. Yeah. So one day, like, you know, check your heart posture too while you read. That's true. Um, make sure you, like, too, like when you're reading, like, don't be like, hmm. Like, don't look at yourself as a hero when you read. Yeah. Like it, just eyes straight on Jesus. Like, this guy saved me, and I got I should yeah. do this and this and this about it. I like that. It's beautiful. Yeah, man. I, I think, yeah, reading the, reading the Word, praying, um, really helps you um, when you are yeah. in a season of, like, I don't know what's going on in my life. God will direct you. Uh, you know, I can have story after story about how God has directed me um, in His Word when I've... Um, not really, because like all I prayed for recently is about about direction, and every time you know, I'm praying about that, God answers and uh, with His Word, and uh, He is faithful to provide. Um, oh man! Oh yeah! The, so Abraham, I, I'm gonna go back to this. Let's close on this, right? Yeah, I have a little story real quick right after you. So okay, so after Abraham sacrificed Isaac. God saved Isaac and provided a ram to be sacrificed. So good. So good. Abraham then makes an altar and says, This is the altar that the Lord will provide. On this place, on this mountain, the Lord will provide Jehovah Jireh. What did that passage in Matthew 5 say? Don't worry about today. For today's word is always en- or is enough. Yeah. yeah. God will give you what you need for today and tomorrow. Yes. God's going to provide. God will provide every financial need. God will provide every healing need. Every God will provide. He will provide if you just trust. He will. God's going to provide for you. I don't know what you're going through right now, you know, person listening, but just know that the Lord will provide. Do you trust him? Do you trust him? That's so good. Yeah. Um, oh, that's so good. So back to kind of like the, um, there's like reading the Bible understanding. So, um, like, I don't even know, six months ago, we'll say maybe, maybe longer. Sorry. That was an Instagram reel. <laughs> Maybe longer than six months ago. Um, so I was reading Ecclesiastes. Actually, I've never read it like before that. Um, and I learned like it was Solomon coming to um, the end of his death. Yeah. Um, and or the coming to the end of his life. And uh, he, you know, he had everything you ever want. He had a bunch of wives and money, and he was a ruler and whatever. But he says like you know like every title in this in Ecclesiastes, all not every but a lot of them is like this and this and this is meaningless and he um it's just kind of like how did you love people and stuff anyway so i read ecclesiastes this that morning um uh, and then later in the day like like past lunchtime i'm at a buddy's house and then this lady like backs into my car like she thought i was someone else and she's trying to trap my car and and you know i was i ran outside because i see like my car like touching another car I was like yeah my I, and the, this is right when i got my new car too so um, oh my! I was like, you know, either I can get super upset at this lady or I can love her through it. And I was like, 
man, it was so good because I read, I thought straight of Ecclesiastes. I was like, man, Solomon said, or God used Solomon to say, like, you know, it's all meaningless. So, like this car right now, it, when I'm standing face to face with Christ, this new car is going to be so pointless. So, you know, I loved her through it. And I, um, I even got like the opportunity to pray for her and she opened up about like anxiety, depression. Mm. So, you know, if you weren't, and I don't say any of that to boast, I say like, if I weren't to apply what I read in the Bible to my life, yeah. you know, it would have been terrible. Um, but so good. so beautiful. Um, that's why God like laid it out for us. God yeah. will reveal things through his word and uh, answer things through his word and he will provide and uh, your relationship with him will strengthen when you read. And that's why God said, we'll go back to the very, that first um, kind of topic verse. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Yeah, so let that ring in your head as I'm letting it ring through. I'm still in the wilderness right, right now. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't even know what a month from now holds, but yeah. God does. So that's amazing. Um, yeah, let me pray for you guys real quick. And, uh, it's been a great, great time with you Good guys. Con- yeah. Oh, it was awesome. Good convo. Got to pray right now that you would, um, direct and guide people through this wilderness season. Got to pray that they would get into your word and they would pray to you and God, that you would answer through your word. You'd answer them in prayer. Got to thank you for what you have done in their lives. And I thank you for what you are going to do and how you are going to provide for them. God, we thank you for this. And in your name we pray. Amen. Amen.